Greetings and welcome to Java Crew. I'm your host. You know, today we're just going to talk a little bit about coffee shop topics. Uh, some time ago I looked into the idea of one of these drive-up coffee shops. You just drive through, drive-up window, person rolls their window down, shouts out their order and gets the coffee. And as I looked into it, somebody else was actually doing it. And the cost associated with that is unbelievable to do it. Uh, typically the city has a lot of ordinances and a variance and this and that. It was between one hundred and one hundred and sixty thousand dollars just to get the thing up and running. Uh, this person that was doing it, so that kind of awakened me to the idea of how much is in this coffee? How much does a, can a good barista make in something like that? All brand new, the finest equipment. Well, I went over and did. Uh, it was, was brand new. Uh, talked to one of the girls there that, who had been doing this for some several years at different places. And she told me she was working part-time. She looked like she loved what she did. You could tell she had a, a smile in her voice, a spring in her step, you know, really liked her job, kept the thing real neat. She made $50,000 a year part-time as a barista pulling shots. And I said, I said, i got to find out more about this. I looked in there. She had a brand-new you know, Mac, laptop, and everything. During the conversation, she told me, well, to really do it, you've got to be able to pull 120 different kind of drinks pretty much by memory. I said, Hi, I said you, you don't have 120 different drinks here. Well, she had to correct me. So, say you got the 20 coffee drinks you know about, or 25 you think you know about. Well, then you have all these flavors. you got 12 flavors on each of them. And then somebody comes by and he changes his mind. He says, well, I want to have green tea instead. Make the so-and-so with the green tea. Uh, and then even before you know it, they have these like Red Bull shots where they put in an energy beverage, a Red Bull type of shot, goes into certain coffees. And then somebody doesn't want it hot, he wants to have it cold. And then another guy said, I want hot chocolate. She was showing me all this stuff. It was well laid out. And before you know it, literally there was 120 different drinks those breezes have to be responsible for. So that was very, very interesting. And then you look at certain people in the same place will make more money than the others. By the way, not one guy was making close to 50 large share at that place. But the ladies did a real good job. So that kind of gives, gives pause, makes you think. How come somebody, when they find their niche, seems to go real good for them, and others not so good? And uh, I happened to be looking at a book in a coffee shop here that had Eric Clapton, the world-famous guitarist, on it. I thought, hey, let me look at this a little bit. And it showed how that uh, when he was uh, contemporaries with George Harrison of the Beatles, one of the Beatles, but the woman there, the the, the woman named Patty Boyd, she, she called herself a professional muse. She uh, married George Harrison after training him down. And then Eric Clapton, a guy who could have had virtually any, many, many women would have been his wife or his girlfriend or whatever. He became fixated with another man's wife and wrote all the songs about her and finally got George Harrison to divorce her so he could marry her. And I thought, boy, that's a strange thing. I said, well, wait a minute. And then it came up again. Uh, the guy Merle Haggard and a guy named uh, Owens, Buck Owens, they had a woman they were fighting over named Bonnie Owens. She married Buck Owens. Then Merle Haggard, instead of all the women that wanted to date him, he became fixated with Bonnie Owens and got their marriage all tore up and uh, got her to be his wife and accompany him on stage. It's on YouTube. You can see this thing. So you can learn a lot from watching a coffee stand about life, about how some people seem to have a, uh, a certain something about them that their life kind of peaks earlier. Others a little bit more condensed life over, you know, Others have a long, smooth ride of it, kind of like coffee. But what you don't want to do, no matter what where you fall into, you don't want to get down. 
lot of anchor people give advice, good advice, talk about positivity, let's get positive. There's some good coffee stuff there as well. Don't get down on yourself. Uh, you know, what? look, you've got a president who's on his third wife right now, so there's guys doing this too. You, a lot of times a woman gets the blame for it, like, you know, the Patty Boyds and the Bonnie Owens. But, you know, uh, the vice president, I think his wife has been married at least once before. So a lot of people have a lot of guilt. But And sometimes it's biblically based, I hate to say, but Jesus, when he was talking in that Bible, he would talk to the woman at the well. He'd say, how many, how many times have you been married? Four or five, okay. People say, Jesus, what in the world were you talking to that woman for? She's married four or five times. Those are the kind of people he came to give, to minister to, to encourage them, tell them it's going to be okay, have a little faith in me, and it's the, the pain, the sin is going away is what they call it, and uh, don't worry about the, the marriage or whatever it's going wrong. Have a little talk with Jesus. That's kind of what I got out of my coffee shop research today. God bless all of you. Peace to you, and bye for now.